Hello, free spirits, and welcome to A Free Spirit Radio. I am your host, Ifata Shafarao, and I will be taking you onto this journey of health, wellness, and wholeness. I have created this platform to engage in critical conversations surrounding topics related to the health of our mind, body, and spirit. If you're interested in learning new ways to improve your daily life and live this life being the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. As you can see, we are, you know, trying to get our nerves out because I'm a little anxious right now. My girl, if free spirit is not feeling very free spirited. (laughs) Free spirited? This episode is sponsored by Bogme. Bogme is a clothing brand that ties both modern and traditional fashion designs with a mission to bring East African clothing designs and culture to the modern fashion industry. The brand continuously updates its categories with new themes every season, so its supporters always have endless options when picking a style that best fits their fashion needs. Bogme is not only a clothing brand, but a community of people that support the growth and success of black businesses. So head over to blogme.com and check out their amazing design. Welcome free spirits to the very first episode of A Free Spirit Radio. I am your host, Efrata Shafarrao, and I am joined by the amazing, mm. the beautiful, mm. the intelligent, yes. Ion Shafarrao. Hey guys, how's it going? You know, my girl is here to help you guys get to know me. You know, we have a few questions to go through. We do. You know, she's low-key my therapist. She's my spiritual guide. Oof, you know? Say it. So, you know, she's gonna join us on this journey of getting to know me because I'm really a cool ass bitch if you really think about it. I mean, I'm just really, really honored to be part of your first podcast. Yeah. I when you asked me, I remember thinking, dang, I know she loves me, but this much, you know? You girl. I was taken back. I'm not gonna lie. I'm serious. And so I'm really, really honored and like blessed to not just be part of this podcast, but part be part of like your life journey. Yeah. Um, to be called your older sister because here comes the waterworks. I think you you are my sister, you're my best friend, my confidant, someone that I can talk to about anything and everything. And you're also like my older daughter. Like I feel like I raised you as well. So like yeah. to be part of this. Podcast. Even at my grown age. Oh like, yeah, even now. Like right now. Like yeah. I feel like you still like I feel like I'm your mom. Yeah. Yeah. For very many reasons, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> um, so I'm truly honored. Oh, I'm so to happy. Be here. You're gonna make me cry. You know I don't like crying. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> it's okay. Lord, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna cry on in this episode. I don't know and, why. I just have a feeling. And if you do, I will match your energy because. This is what I'm here for. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of this. Atnatius and Gorgorios, who are our brothers, oh my gosh. will be making fun of us forever. Oh, for decades. They're if probably we... going to replay it. Yeah. And 
you know, be like, you guys are simps. And I'm be like, yeah. And what about it? I really am. What about it? My rising is a cancer. See, okay, this is another thing about Ifrata. <laughs> every time, every time we talk about anything, she brings up her, what is it? Stars? My big three. Her star, whatever. Like, I okay, don't even know what I'm they a are. Big, uh, you know, listen, astrology is so misunderstood, and I'm, I'm kind of over people trying to downplay it and trying to question its reality and i'm i'm over it really like i'm, I'm over rolling it. my eyes you can't see this but i'm rolling my eyes because every conversation we would have where i'd be like hey this person said this and this and then the first thing she would ask is like what's their sign what's okay, their rising but am i not accurate 99 percent of the okay, time i wouldn't give you 99 percent. okay think. but most of the time i'm literally like i guess the person's like just by their character like what you tell me i always guess their sign that's true that is true i'm not yeah. gonna lie or i would do something and she she would be like you're oh, such a, a Leo. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Leo, though. You are, like, a full-blown... You're a lion. Like, rawr. Like, rawr, bitch. Bro. <laughs> you're the most Leo Leo I know, and I'm the most Libra bitch I know. I don't I even know what Libra is, but I know that's you. Bro, I know you define it. I define Libra. My moon and sun are a Libra, and both mom and dad were Libras. Yeah. So, so, like, I'm literally... That's a given. And just FYI, everyone, a lot of the people that I, you know, love to death are, Libra. are Libras. Yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. And you have a lot of Leo friends, too. A lot of Leo friends, a lot of Libra friends. Yeah. And they're just... We're just cool people. We're just amazing. It is what it is. Cheers to that. Cheers. By the way, I'm sipping on some... Tequila. Tequila. I love tequila. But I can't drink it. It's okay. And it's fine. I'm just not a drinker. for the both of us. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, but either way, like, the first podcast. The first podcast. How, yeah, I've been trying. How do you feel? Let's talk about that. Like, be honest with your feelings about, like, just us having this conversation and yeah. m- knowing that it's, get, it's being recorded. How do you feel? It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. I think... Because in this podcast, so many things are going to come up that I would not necessarily be comfortable with in the past, like talking about, like I feel like just even the conversation, because the biggest part of this podcast is to talk about our overall health, our well-being, our wholeness, our mental health, especially for women of color. And I just feel like that's a very sensitive subject. It's very mm-hmm. vulnerable. And I, I'm kind of tired of that. You know, I'm over it being like this taboo conversation when like, it comes to mental health. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've gotten to a point in my life where now I'm just like, I can freely say, yeah, I'm fucked up in the <laughs> head and just be okay with that. And yeah. like... Because you, you remember me in high school. Like, I used to be so shush about this shit. Like, my entire life, I didn't even tell you guys what was going on with yeah. me. Yeah. So now, recording it on a podcast and sharing it with however many people. Like, I don't care if it's five or 500. It's mm-hmm. still so scary. Like, 
people are genuinely going to be sitting into, like, therapy sessions for me. Yeah. Because... Remember, like, I used to record vlogs of myself, like, every day. I do. I do remember that. And I used to just, like, cry on camera, and I used to, like... But it was always just for me. Like, I would never post it. But I've always been, like, one day I'm going to have the strength to post this shit. Mm. Because I feel like sharing our experiences with people is really important, especially when people can learn from your experience, learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And things like that. So I'm just like, fuck it, you know? Like, yeah. what? Like, what's the worst that can happen? What, like, I get some trolls or, <laughs> like, my TikTok troll? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. God. Let's not like, even get into TikTok that. TikTok and people attacking me all the time. Like, but you saw how that, like, has little to no effect on me. Exactly. And I just want to add that. It's so, I, I want you to recognize how far you've come yeah. in this journey. And yes, you do have a long way to go. We all do. Yeah. But you've come so far from where you were, where you weren't able to share what you were going through mm -hmm. to being vulnerable and opening up to us about your struggles yeah. to being very proactive about your issues and working you know finding a solution yeah. for them to now sharing those experiences to other people yeah so I just want you to kind of take a pause and recognize how much work that you put into this this work exactly it's and I, I want you to, to celebrate that yeah. and you know be confident enough to to know that you did this shit yeah I fucking did, bro. Yeah. Like, it was not an easy journey. Like, we'll get into, like, my journey of mental health in this episode and then the coming episodes, so you'll really get to know what that journey was like for me. But um, I think right now we can transition into our questions, and you guys can get to know me a little better. And, you know? Yeah, this... This episode is all about Ifri Spirit and, you know, who is she? Who is she? What makes her happy? Mm. What makes her sad? What? What makes her excited? What know. helps her get up in the morning? This sounds like XOXO. Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Oh, I gosh. I can't. I love it. Um, so yeah, let's get into the first episode questions, which were asked by your Instagram followers yes. and things that they wanted to know more about when it comes to every spirit and, yeah. you know, just trying to get to know you. So yeah. we'll, we'll just go ahead and talk about those questions. Um, the first question, whoever asked this question, honestly, wow, bless your heart. Like they're just... Who even thinks of a question like this? Is it your own question? That's Is besides. It, that's besides. The you point. asked this question. That's besides the point. It's a right. great question, isn't it? You're okay. annoying. Ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question here is: What makes your heart smile, Afri? I actually really like that question. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, oh, I know. I asked I, it. <laughs> shut up. But I don't know. Like, it's so hard to think about like what makes my heart smile. Like, I feel like the biggest thing for me is 
affection from the people that I love. Mm. I'm a very affectionate person. And I feel the most happy when I'm getting affection from the people that I love. Mm. It's whether it be touch, like, like Gunny, like our mom, like would randomly come and like kiss me on the forehead or something, just randomly, like, mm. and I'd be like, oh, this is what I woke up for. Aww. Like, it really like makes me happy. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, like. When Beatty, like my best friend, we would be walking and she just holds my hand. And I'm like, see, I just need you. Did, how did you know I needed that? I'm such a touchy feely uh, person. Yeah. I am a simp. I really am. So I think definitely just affection and like word of affirmation and just any, any love language, yeah. I will accept. All of them. I have all of them. <laughs> I need all of them. <laughs> You're just like, give me, give me all. I don't need yeah. to pick one. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely, that's when my heart is the most happy. It's just family, friends, people, just, not people, not all people. Because okay. I'm definitely an Tell introvert. Tell me more. I'm an introvert. <laughs> yeah. I'm an introvert. I don't like interacting with people that I have to like, I don't know, there's a certain social energy that I have, yeah. which is kind of like non-existent. Yeah. But I'm really good at social interactions, which makes me really confused. Yeah, I think another thing that I learned from you is you don't have to fake your emotions. Mm -hmm. Because we were raised, and I'm sure a lot of people could agree, is we were raised to impress other people. We were raised to make other people uncomfortable or comfortable even though we are uncomfortable mm -hmm. inside. And, you know, just be pleasant, be happy, be joyful that you're interacting yeah. with this person even though they're draining the life out of you. Yeah. And we were taught to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, and I think even now to a certain extent, I still practice that even when I'm tired or going through, you know, hardship, I would always bring my best foot forward. Yeah. For others. You you do do that. I've noticed like you yeah. may you really do sacrifice what you want to make other people feel okay. Okay and comfortable. And yeah. I used to do that at some point in my life, mm -hmm. but I really, when I let that shit go, I really let that shit go yeah. because now I will never exert energy. I don't have. Yeah. Like I never will fake it. I don't have the energy to fake it. Yeah. Cause I feel like when you have like mental health issues that you haven't come to terms with, you kind of have a mask that you present to the world, you know? And I did that for such a long time, like mm -hmm. even with you guys and like with my own family that I lived with every single day of my life and I still was able to put a mask on to the point where you guys didn't even know what yeah. was going on in my head. Yeah. And so at some point in my life, I really got tired of that. Like it was so exhausting to like, put on this mask and put your like best foot forward I'm just like fuck that like yeah. you know like yeah. like before I used to feel so much guilt when I would like cancel on people 
or like you know and now I don't I really don't I, I'll be like hey I'm not coming and yeah. before I make up excuses like oh I you know had to vacuum the roof and <laughs> the roof. you know like I used to do my, my tires flat yeah my neighbors tire was flat and I had to help them yeah like mad extra shit for no reason for no for what yeah like honestly and now I'll really be like I'm not in the mood I like that yeah I'm not in the mood I'm not there yet I'm I promise you I'm not there yet but I am always inspired by how honest you are with yourself and with people around you yeah um that I hope to get there one day so bro with practice yeah because and it will come there will come a time where you genuinely just don't have that energy anymore. I think I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially, like, for you, like, being in med school and, you know, like, dealing with everything that comes with that. Yeah. You will not have energy anymore. Yeah. To I'm, fake I'm starting feelings. to realize that. Yeah. For sure. for sure. Like, oh, my God. It's so exhausting. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, thank you for sharing that with me. Of course. And then the next question that I would like to ask you is, what's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Ooh, I mean, there's a lot I feel like people misunderstand about me. And they're kind of like, not polar opposites, but I guess I'll explain. So I feel like, people who aren't as close to me Mm -hmm. um think I'm just this like free-spirited don't give a fuck do what I want type of person who just lives her best life and has energy and is enthusiastic and you know like I've like had so many conversations with people where they kind of tell me what they think about me Mm -hmm. or how they see me on like social media or how they see me from afar and I genuinely would be so shocked I'll be like really (laughs) is that really the energy I give off which I'm like I'm glad because I've never had anybody tell me anything like negative per se it's always positive but it kind of makes me feel like you know like nobody really sees my struggles which Mm. And my struggles are very important to me, you know? My flaws are very important to me because that's what makes me me. It's what, like, I don't give a fuck about anything because of my struggles, you know? I'm a free spirit because of my flaws. And you know what I mean? So I don't think I present a lot of myself to people that aren't close to me. And I think this podcast is a way for people to get to know me. It's a, a I'm letting people into my life, which is really scary because I've yeah. always been a very private person. Like, yeah. and I don't know. It's just such an interesting feeling. But yeah, a lot of people don't understand me in the sense that, like, I guess social media has the tendency to make everybody appear a certain way. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. With perfection and this and that. And, like, I remember, oh, my God, I remember one time it was, like, my senior year in high school, and this girl was, like, I was telling her about, like, oh, I'm stressed about this and this and this. I remember we were, like, applying to college and stuff, and I was, like, really venting to this girl about like 
what I was struggling with. And she was like, oh my God, but you're like so pretty. So, <laughs> and I, was, I really sat there like, what does that got to do with What this? is, <laughs> I'm failing three classes. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're so, what? Like, I was really baffled. Like some people, like when they see you from the outside, really just, yeah, like misunderstand you completely. And it's just the craziest thing. And I feel like people close to me even still misunderstand me. Okay. Because I feel like I, so I like have bipolar disorder. And so a lot of people that are close to me kind of don't understand the things I do and yeah. why I do them. Yeah. And like for a long time, like, I don't know, like, I, I've come off a certain way because of the decisions I make. Like, mm -hmm. I can seem inconsiderate at times. I can seem very selfish at other times. And it's just, I don't know, it's just very complicated where when I can't explain everything that's going on in my head, people can't, like, understand why I do certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I mean, like, I feel like we've found each other in situations where, like, you haven't completely understood why I do the things that I do until whatever episode I'm in passes and I'm able to really reflect on that episode, whether it be a depressive episode or, like, a manic episode. Yeah. Like, after it ends, I'll reflect on it and then come to you and be like, yo, like, <laughs> remember this? Like, this is why. But, like, in the moment, it's like so difficult to try yeah absolutely I think um so we've been not just sisters but roommates for over a year now right almost two almost two years yeah, yeah. so living together with you I, can, I see you every day so I see the inconsistency and I yeah. see the patterns um and even though at that point, like, we both didn't really know what you were going through, yeah. I can see that you were making decisions that didn't make sense to me or anyone else around you and yeah. used to, you know, concern me a lot. Yeah. And it was really hard to be a supportive sister. Yeah. In certain situations. Which I, like, could completely understand. Yeah. Like, I completely understood your frustration, like, because it's like... Yeah, I would even look at myself and be so confused. Mm -hmm. Well, afterwards, I'll be <laughs> yeah. like, in yeah. the moment, I will definitely not know what the fuck is going on. But like afterwards, I'll really be like, what was I thinking? Like, where was I at at that point in my life? Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people misunderstand me. Yeah, definitely. And I think just sharing my experience and what I learned from it, maybe people who are, their loved ones are going through, like, yeah. not just bipolar disorder, but other, like, mental health issues yeah. can kind of relate. It's like, I, I had to be more patient. I had to let go of, like, my ego mm -hmm. because, you know, I have a certain way or a, a certain practice, and mm -hmm. if someone doesn't meet me there or their value doesn't align with mine it's so quick for me to say forget this yeah. you're cut off from my life goodbye yeah and I think one thing I learned is like you know 
especially because it's you and I will never like have the heart to say you know I'm not gonna care about you anymore yeah I think it really taught me to not you know I can never understand what you're going through like that I'm I'm well aware of the fact that I can never fully understand what your struggles are Mm -hmm. but I love you enough to give you the space to make mistakes Mm -hmm. and to disappoint me to you know make decisions that doesn't make sense with me or doesn't align with my values and still love you enough to stick with by your side and give you the support that you need yeah without abandoning you yeah um and that's like yeah such an important part of my process in existing like Mm. you know what I mean yeah because my fear is always that I'm going to somehow push everybody away through my actions yeah that I literally feel like I don't even have control over sometimes yeah and it's it's here yeah remember when I said I was gonna cry oh no I'm I'm gonna hold your hand it's it's a I'm gonna keep it in anyways but I think it's hard like when you don't feel like you have control over yourself Mm. like it's a really unsettling feeling you know what I mean like how I can't wake up and choose to breathe sometimes like breathing is a difficult thing with like my anxiety disorder like so it's just like there's so many things that I feel like I don't have control over and I feel like I'm just gonna it's gonna get to a point where people are gonna be like yo we're we're fed up Mm -hmm. like we're tired of this shit you know what I mean because like I feel like I have put our family not I'm not in a bad way but I've put our family through hell and back Mm -hmm. like I have challenged everybody's beliefs especially our parents like I've truly challenged them Mm -hmm. to the max like you know like Mm -hmm. I just even by after quarantine like before quarantine ended just shaving my head, <laughs> getting me passing out, all this shit. Like, I've, like, put, like, them, like, I've challenged them. I don't want to say put them through a lot, but I've challenged them a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, it it helped them grow. It helped me grow. They've grown a lot as parents from learning from, like, Absolutely. my experience and things like that. But I don't know. It's just interesting. I worry about that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like when... Because this is going to be, like, a life struggle. Yeah. Like, my mental health is going to be, like, something that I'm going to be dealing with, that you guys are going to be dealing with yeah. forever. Yeah. Like, and at any point, like, you guys can choose not to deal with it, but, you know... Yeah. But you choose otherwise. You choose to support me, be there for me, understand me. And when you don't understand me, you try. Like, I don't know. Like, especially with us. I've put you through (laughs) hell and back these past two years. Like, hell and back. Yeah. 
And so it's been such, like, there there was times where I was just like, she's literally never going to speak to me again. Yeah. And, like, we always find a way back to our center. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's very comforting. Like, that's why, like, even your first question about, like, oh, what makes your heart smile? Like, it really is my family and my friends because, bro, like, there was times in my life where I couldn't live for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no purpose to live, no will to live. And the only thing that kept me alive was, you know, like, how can I cause that much pain to my family? Like, you know, like, and so, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm always... Not, and I'm sure it's not just me, it's everyone who loves you and supports you in your life. Um, we're so thankful for you for continuing yeah. to fight and for continuing to, you know, find answers and find a solution for what you're going through yeah. instead of giving up because you truly are a gift to us all. And, mm. you know, I, I can't imagine life without you. Um, so I just want to thank you for continuing to fight for your joy and for your, your purpose every day. Yeah. And it, I know it's good. It's an everyday battle. It's every, an e- yeah. every morning you like, wake up choosing to struggle through your problems yeah. and I don't go through that. So I can't even imagine the power and the energy it takes for someone to do this on a daily basis. Yeah. And so... I can't give you anything besides a thank you for choosing to do that, to, for choosing to fight yeah. every single day of your life. Yeah. Um, and if you can do that for us, why can't we be there for you? That's so sweet. Yeah. That really, like, literally makes my heart fucking smile. <laughs> like, we are like the simpiest family known to mankind. <laughs> That's true. Like, I don't think people so understand. True. Like, we are very, like... We're too close to a we, fault. <laughs> yeah. It, we're so close. Like, it's so weird. Like, even, like, like, like our brothers are very, like... They're not, like, macho men. Like, no. not at all. Like, yeah. I would not describe them as that. But... They're, they seem that way. They come off that way. So, like, when my friends hear them on the phone with me and they're like, I love you. Say I love you back. <laughs> Say I love you back. And they blow me kisses. And they're like, those are your brothers? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are, those are my brothers. Shout out to AT and George. No, seriously. The love of our life. Yeah. And this is why, you know, I'm going to be single for life because, you know. Our, our standards are very high. Our standards, they set the standards so, so high. high. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have brothers that we can just literally talk about, like... Our period. Our period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We literally are like, yeah, oh my god, my tampon was so bloody today. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> Is there, like, are you having cramps? Yeah. Is that... Oh, like really just, Absolutely. they're not, they don't care about anything. Like all yeah. these standards of like masculinity and toxicity, like, yeah, literally, I love not them. there. So grateful for y'all. And, you know, since you're 22 now, and it's not that far, but I'm sure 
you've learned so much since then, but if you can turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? Oh my God, to fucking relax. Mm. Relax. How so? In so many different ways. Like, I was always in a rush to get older. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never satisfied with my age. And a lot of it is because of you guys. You, like... What, what do you mean? It was because of you, Gorgorios and Atnatios, who, you know, y'all were, like, a little click. You were a little clicky oh growing up. Oh, my God. That is not true. You were... You guys were so clicky growing up, and... No, it's not clicky. It's seeing you as our little baby, our baby sister. I was... You... Okay, imagine treat... Okay, solely on it now. If you treated her, like a baby you know how frustrated she would be oh absolutely because she like that's how i was too but we didn't we were kids too we didn't really understand that no i'm not blaming you like, now kids I'm are just, actually like human beings yeah <laughs> like you guys like never took me seriously like yeah. i would like you know try to like hang out with you guys or like you know, and you guys would like push me away and i thought the solution was just getting older uh-huh. and like I don't know, like, I just always felt left out, like, you guys had your cool friends that you guys would do stuff with, and I was just like, bro, like, I just want to be, and, like, because you guys were so close, like, you guys were so close in age, and, like, personality, in so many ways, you guys were, like, similar, so I was just like, I always felt like I was, like, being pushed away. And so, like, I was always in a rush. I was like, I have to be older. I have to be older so they can start taking me seriously. And, like, I always just (laughs) was mature for my age, which has a lot to do with childhood trauma. But, like, I was just always too grown for it. Like, I just felt like I didn't have a real childhood because I just was such in a rush to get older. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, and... I think we all felt that way too, but I think maybe we were just trying to protect your innocence and like we yeah. just wanted to keep you as our baby sister, like yeah. a little toy, you yeah. know, because that's how we saw you as like. And I didn't understand it. I was like, who's a baby? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Like yeah. I was, th- my thought process was so beyond my age. That it was so frustrating to be treated that way. Like, you felt, like, it kind of felt like you were being, like, dumbed down a little. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I can see like, that. Yeah. Like, you guys wouldn't even do half the things I was doing. Like, like middle school was, like, the roughest time, I feel like. Dang. Is, it, is middle school just, like, a terrible time for everyone? Bro. I could have skipped that entire experience. And mentally, I have skipped it. I don't remember, like, a lot of things from back then. That's like, I've literally blocked it out of my memory. It is such an awkward time. So Everyone awkward. is going through puberty. You know that, that show, um, Big Mouth? Big Mouth? <laughs> I think we were all living that life. And that's why I love that show, is because it really does highlight all this awkward awkward phases that we had yeah that we just couldn't be open you know like talking about it openly yeah um so i think i think let's just all agree that middle school was a 
terrible time, time for everyone. Terrible time. Um, and if that's not the case for you, please hit us up. Yeah. I, and I, let me know. Make sure you follow yeah. her on Instagram. The <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. Oh just my to God. pause here and just plug, you know, her podcast oh and God. Instagram page. <laughs> no, but that's crazy. Like, middle school was such a terrible time. Like, I was getting bullied and mm. but like it wasn't the same type of bullying that I experienced in elementary school because in elementary school it was like African booty scratcher and like really like you smell what is that ew you're from Africa you know mm. and it was like okay all right and then middle school was like like bitches were haters bro like they would throw like pine cones in my hair they would throw dirt in my hair and I used to be so miskeen like I used to be really miskeen like sixth grade Mm -hmm. and then like seventh grade came and I was just like everybody getting their ass beat at this point I was fed up this is better. Like this is the last day you will disrespect. Me. No, literally, that's when I started fighting. I didn't fight before then. Oh yeah. At oh. used to be the fighter. I never used to put my hands on people. Which I still don't understand. I'm like, I'm too pretty to fight. Okay, I I get it. I really do. When people say that, like, oh, I'm too pretty to fight. I'm too pretty. I get it. I get it. Who wants like, who wants things being thrown at their face? If exactly. you're, if you look good. You look good, you know? Yeah. But there's times where it's just like, it. what must be done must be done. Must be done. You know what I mean? And, like, you, do, and you did that. And I did. I remember me and dad would literally come to court or the principal's office All to the bail time. you out. And there was always a video evidence. There was, and, all, and I'm like, sit. who is submitting these videos, bro? I used to get Girl, really pressed. I'm we like, used to sit and just watch you throw hands, and we're bro, just sitting there like, we didn't race her like this. Poor, we did not race her like this. Poor dad, bro. <laughs> Literally, poor dad. He consistently prayed for me every oh, day, yeah. every day for my sanity. Oh yeah. Because I used to be really crazy. No, like. No. I don't know. It was just, like, such a weird time. Now, at this point in my life, I could not put my hands on anybody. I don't have the energy. Um, and you just got your nails done. And I just got my... And you know, you know I don't play by my nails. Exactly. You know my nails are expensive. Exactly. I don't play that game. So are mine. Look at them. All right. Her nails are stuck. Get it out of my face. <laughs> when was the last time you went to a nail salon? Um, two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. That's crazy. We're literally the polar opposite. We are so different. But we vibe. We vibe. We vibe. And it's all about the what? The vibe. The vibe. Yeah. That's no, right. We're literally like so different people. Yeah. So different. How would you describe me? So to people who don't know me, this is the first time hearing this show. How would you describe me? Oh, where do I start? I can't even think anything positive. Shut it. <laughs> Shut it. Um, well, I would like to take this opportunity, actually, to hmm. recognize that I am the one who named 
Efrata. Efrata? Yeah, so I remember I was at Miskazunan Madani Alam in Addis, and my best friend was, her name was Efrata. And I remember we had to be separated after first grade because I was going to a different school. Oh. And this is when, when Gani, when my, our mom was pregnant. And I remember it was three of us at that time. It was George, me, and then AT. And they used to always make fun of me because I was the only girl. Yeah. And I remember saying, you know, back then we didn't really like, you know, get the sex of the baby until after birth. Yeah. And so I remember saying like, I, I need this to be a girl. Like I need her to be my best friend for life. <laughs> and... You know, my best friend now, her name is Efrata, and I'm not going to see her again. So I need her to take her name I can't. and be Efrata, and she's going to be my bestie for life. And I you manifested that. You literally manifested that. I manifested that, and then our parents, you know, because they're just pure angels on earth. They really listened to me, and they kept their word. And they said, like, it's, if, it's, if it's a girl, her name is going to be Efrata. And the funny thing is, like, I really love my name. Right? It's like, really I unique. really love my name. It's like, so unique. Yeah. I mean, back in the days, like, I used to be, like, really insecure about my name because people were jerks. <sighs> and Let's would make into that. you know mm -hmm. but like I think especially once I got to college like I remember even in high school like I used to be like yeah hi I'm a frata a frata a like frata frittata. like what <laughs> yeah and then I got to college and I'm like a frata shafara mm -hmm. that's my name mm -hmm. if you can't say it then don't yeah you know you can step you can step yep. for real Keep it pushing. Yep. Um, but yeah, so then you were born, and I think that day I like just it was like a, a promise to myself that that you're gonna be my best friend for the rest of my life, and oh my you kept that promise, baby. You sure did. You know and we I'm grateful. Like, I think like it. It took us. Like, our relationship was not <laughs> no. always this great. No, it wasn't. It, it really wasn't, wasn't always this great. So if you guys think we were just born into love, like, that is not true. Like, I had to work on all... Like, the only person that stayed consistent is, like, the relationship-wise was me and George. Mm -hmm. Me and George have always had the same relationship of him just overly loving on me. Yeah. And, like, just... Like, ju he just, uh, he adored me. Mm -hmm. He just, he treated me like his own child. And it's still It's true. still true. Like, yeah. that's how, like, till this day, like, he still treats me like I'm his, like, little baby. He doesn't treat me like a baby, though. Yeah, that's that, true. That's the thing about him. That's like, true. Like, growing up, he never treated me like a baby. Yeah. But, like, he always, like, spoiled me and was always, he always had my back. Mm -hmm. Me and A.T., Oh, y'all were so annoying to me. Bro, we were unwell. We would fist fight. Yeah. That's where I learned how to fight. Oh, yeah. Because of him. Like, he would literally beat me up <laughs> every day. Crazy. And then me and you, we were just... 
I just annoyed you, I feel like. I was very, and I was such, like, a sassy person, full of attitude, very, like, what's she gonna do type of energy. Oh, yeah. I just remember seeing you as my baby, and then, in my mind, you were just trying to grow up too fast, and because I was, like, what, four years older than you? Yeah. I was just trying to calm you down, like, ain't nothing special up here. Chill. Yeah. You know? So I always, like, treated you like a child. Yeah. And I remember you just, like, steal my clothes. But, yeah, I just remember, like, I would look at the shirt you're wearing, which I bought, like, because I know I bought it from Goodwill. Like, I used to thrift before it was cool because I can't afford it. Yeah. And I remember, like, this very unique shirt that I'm sure was bought in, like, the 1920s. And she would just wear it and just, like, honestly just like to my face lie to me and say this is not yours i bought this interesting times i'm just glad we're out where we are because it wasn't until like like your probably your senior year of college okay you don't need to i feel like you're exposing my age oh i'm sorry you're not even that old. I don't know why you always see yourself <laughs> I, as so I'm much not, older I'm than you are. Seventy-two, going on ninety-one. Oh okay, my God. I am a grandma. I have retired, and I need you to respect me. I need you to say, "Ma'am," next time you talk Relax. to me. Relax. Relax. Because there was literally a time where you started dressing older than you are. I vividly remember that. It was like for a whole year, and I was so frustrated with you. I know, and now I'm trying to make up for it, and I'm dressing up like a 16-year-old girl. You do not. You dress very age-appropriate and cute. Aww. I love... I've Especially recently, I've been so into it. Recently, I've just been feeling myself. And I love it. You literally wake up, and you're like, who's sexy? I'm sexy. Who's sexy? I'm like, you know what? Good for you. There you go. Good for you. Like, I'm just loving on myself. I'm just putting all my energy and, you know, everything, you know, back to myself. And I literally wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and just, like, think to myself how blessed everyone in my life is to have me. Wow. And this is why I say, again, such a Leo. (laughs) Such a Leo. I have a very important question for you. Oh, crap. Okay, go ahead. If we were not sisters, would we be friends? Ooh, that's a tough one. I would say yes. Right? I think we would be great friends. Yeah. Because you know how I know that? How? Because we're friends with each other's friends. That is absolutely true. I used to be very annoyed because she would be making plans with my best friends. Oh, yeah. Without me. No, literally, like, (laughs) shout out to all your friends because, like, yeah, they would, like, like, they would hit me up randomly and be like, hey, you want to, we're by DU, let's go grab drinks. And Mm. I'll be like, okay. Mm -hmm. And And you're not there. (laughs) And I would be by DU, too, but they were not going to check on me because, (laughs) you know what? Hey, besties. Y'all, y'all hit me up. Like, let oh me know why that's God. the case. Because I need answers. But, yeah. I feel like we definitely would be friends. I agree. I think 
we are different in a lot of ways, but I think that for some reason our personalities align. This was fun. This this is amazing. no. I was genuinely like so nervous. Like I know. I was like trying to write a script. Mm -hmm. I was trying to stay organized and no. hit topics and do this all. The, but this, I was just like, yeah. you know what? We're gonna have a conversation, and exactly. it's gonna go how it goes. I told you what my vision was for you, for your podcast, right? It's like the listeners are a fly on the wall mm -hmm. and they're listening into your like therapy session. Bro, and the thing is, my favorite podcasts are designed that way. Exactly. You know, I don't like very structured, structured podcasts. Um, but like, I don't know. I think this is going to be a really beautiful journey. And I really hope that the people who do listen to it gain something from it and you know I'm gonna have like I have so many ideas for like guests on the show mm -hmm. like I won't tell you who this person is Ooh. but for the people who know who she is Elizabeth who Ooh. is a very big part of like <gasps> my life you know Ooh. she really means a lot to me I and don't know but I'm already excited you know Elizabeth yeah, but I don't know no Elizabeth. Okay, you don't know no Elizabeth. <laughs> so but you know how much she means she to me, you know? Exactly. So, like, I have so many exciting people who will come on the show that have different perspectives mm -hmm. and have different insights and just so many different experiences in life that yeah. we can learn from and truly grow from. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's the main purpose of this podcast is just for people to learn from each other. And that's that's all it is and I have so many intelligent experienced friends that will love to come on the show yeah have already been booked and busy Ooh, booked and busy you know penciled in and this was just a great start this was ah. a great introduction is I love that you know like yeah. my sister Thank you so much for listening to A Free Spirit Radio. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into my life, and I hope you got to learn more about me and have an idea of what this podcast will be about. The next episode will be coming out in two weeks, and I will be posting more information on my Instagram, so make sure to follow the A Free Spirit Radio page. Thank you again for tuning in.